Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 824 of the Mike Calvis Show. It's 1025 The Bone. I get hungry just looking at you in the studio with us. <laughs> oh. Dave Williamson and Forrest Shaw. That's yeah. a good pickup line. Uh, <laughs> they're in town for the Sunshine Comedy Fest. And this is a real good aspect of the Comedy Fest that I like. Uh, Dave, in addition to being a very funny comedian, usually is not you're not good at both. You're like a better <laughs> cook, but an okay comedian. You're a very funny comedian and a very uh, great barbecue chef. And uh, I've seen Dave do stand-up, and I've eaten his meat. Uh, both things make me very happy. So much sexual in you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's all straight gay. It's not here. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, I'm happy to have you here. And Forrest, who we've never had on the show before, but I know does come through town a lot, so I'm yeah. glad we got the hook up. Uh, what is the podcast, though, that you guys do together? We have a podcast called The Mermen because uh-huh. we're both from uh, Florida, so we have uh, aquatic backgrounds as well. Uh, you say aquatic. You you play water polo. Yep, I played water polo. I, I, I coach water biologist. polo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut up. No, serious. Yeah, Forrest was yeah. a marine biologist. He's, he's a big manatee guy. Big manatee guy. Wait a second. What? Where, where did you like work at the aquarium or something like that? Or what did I you worked. I, I'm from Miami as well, and so I worked for uh, Miami Dade County's environmental department. No kidding. It's called Derm. It's like uh, I thought you were kidding because of Seinfeld. I didn't know you were really. That no, was that's, real. I know exactly. It sounds like a lie that you'd say. I used to work with Mandy's. Now I'm a comedian. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah. a complete pickup line or something. But what is the? Uh, I bet there's a drastic pay scale drop off uh, at least in the beginning between being a marine biologist. and There's a, a drastic uh, pay drop off no matter what you do and go to comedian. Yeah, yeah, maybe scientists don't make a lot of money. No, no, really? No, not not especially like at that like. At, like for working for the county or like some sort of government entity or something like that. Yeah, so, you're getting government pay. Yeah, so good benefits, but the pay is not great. You're out on a boat though. I was out on a boat all day, like you know, you're just eating lunch, like on a sandbar, right. or floating around over a reef or something like that. Is so it cool. like uh, doing anything cool, or are you just like testing water and stuff? I did a lot of water testing. Yeah, yeah. dead bodies though, right? But when I would tell people that wouldn't the water testing would be last, I'd always be like. Manatees. I'd throw dolphins in there even if I didn't work with them. Like, it sounds cool. <laughs> Girls Google like it. Dolphins, yeah. Right, yeah. Then count seagrass next, and then yeah, and then some water testing too. But count seagrass. Yeah. Ooh. I yeah. wonder why you're like, I gotta get out of here. You're literally counting seagrass underwater, and then hoping something doesn't swim up and bump into the back of your leg. Yeah. yeah. Like that. But, Listen, I used to live in Miami too, and I went out off of like right off the coast of Miami on a sailboat, and then we took this little motorboat off the sailboat just to, just to swim around and check things out and i got away from the little motorboat and i'm out there in this water and it's so clear you can see the bottom but it's you know 20 feet to the bottom and this giant shadow just came up behind me underneath oh, was it forest I, <laughs> I just said goodbye to myself i just saw the shadow and i went well there's nothing i can do at this point but it turned out it was just a giant stingray and it went right underneath <laughs> me but I really thought for sure I was about to just get Jonah, just get swallowed or or bit by something. I don't know how people do that. I can't swim in lakes either. If something touches my feet, I freak out. For such a big guy, I'm a huge pussy. Yeah, we can't see in lakes. That's the yeah. problem. But when you, even when you can see it, like 
there, there, we used to go and count, we would count seagrass in Florida Bay, but in, when you're driving down to the Keys and you see the water around you in those areas of water, yeah, no visibility. And you're like literally like a couple inches away counting the seagrass. And so you're in their bull shark breeding grounds and stuff like that. So right. So they're there. And there's a person on the boat and you just have this long second stage. You're just sitting there breathing <laughs> and you're hoping they look out, whatever. And yeah. Then, and then one time the, the guy in the boat is just yelling, 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 like waving his hands. And, oh. I, and you can stand up. So I stand up. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, Oh, there's some manatees over there. I'm like, that's not how you respond yeah. to manatees. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shark yell. Manatees <laughs> like. Hey, also, check this out. Yeah, should you be excited about a manatee if you're a marine biologist? Like, yeah, I bet you've seen them enough. Uh, yeah, but you'd rather see that than a bull shark, oh, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> yeah, true. you are excited. But, uh, I, I, you know, I've seen, uh, man, manatees. I love manatees. I, I love them, but they're not the smartest animal. And, um, they have very smooth brains, you know? Yeah. And they uh, run straight into the propeller, no matter how loud it is. <laughs> I've What's seen, that? I, I've seen a lot of, Live manatees having sex with a dead manatee. Just put it oh, that. Yowza. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if that's that bad. It could be pretty good. I mean, I don't think it's illegal in the manatee community. So I bet my wife is familiar with what that feels <laughs> for some reason. I don't well, know why. I don't want to make you more scared, Mike, but uh, we were talking about it on our podcast recently. They're actually filming a movie here in Tampa. Uh, about uh, killer manatees, killer manatee, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's going to be like the next Sharknado. Uh, <laughs> I don't they know just they look would... all cute. And yeah. yeah, I don't know how they would kill a. How, how did they say? It? I, I think it was their... like radioactive. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh that Lasers. seems logical. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spanish are other guests here. Okay, I just want to make sure that they were they were here. Uh, we've got these guys in town for the Sunshine Comedy Fest. Have you started doing comedy yet for this? We got in last night. We went by the club just to hang out, and uh, we didn't do a set last night. But uh, there was a, a bunch of people out for the shows. Yeah. It's so fun doing these festivals, and like we went on the cruise together. I saw you on on Bert's cruise, yeah. and it's just like that vibe where there's so many comics in one place it's just like summer camp with your buddies you yeah know? it's it, a very much an avengers uh, feel that yeah, yeah. you got all these great comedians from other different walks like you guys are here and then after you guys the new york guys are here and it's just it's cool to have everybody here together i think side splitters did a great job putting this together for the first time that it's ever been done it seems to be going really well so far yeah i can't believe like normally when you do something like this uh you make the first year very uh a, a manageable scope right you know they were just like Maybe let's three clubs. go for it yeah because you know? yeah, they're is... they're everywhere they're doing movies they're doing pool parties they're, they're really everywhere i'm doing a barbecue tailgate for our live podcast we're gonna do our podcast at four o'clock at side splitters on saturday and so i'm gonna do uh, a tailgate with some of my barbecue buddies we're gonna be out there at noon cooking barbecue uh, got a couple of the local butcher shops to donate some some nice proteins for us. Yeah. We're going to be drinking beers and tailgating for the Merman podcast inside Splitter's parking lot. Nice. Dave, Dave hit me up and he said, who's the who's the meat guys? And I said, I have two places. I have the brisket shop uh, in Tampa and I have Prime Butcher here yep. up near me. And uh, I went to go see Pepe the other day and he's like, oh, I'll give you a brisket. And uh, yeah, I'm Pepe. looking forward to trying that out. Yeah. You know, I don't know like where you live. Where, where do you normally get your meat from where you live? Where I live, um, yeah. oh, honestly, this is going to be a very unsexy answer. Um, but I've had different dudes that have worked at different places that have given me the hookups or whatever. Right. But now the Costco Business Center has a great selection of meat. Yeah, so, Co- Co- so Pepe was explaining to me that you can go to Costco and get good uh, grade A meat. Yeah. But what he gets is like uh, there's A prime, oh, I'm double sure. A prime. I'm sure yeah, it's great stuff. So, but what screws it up is that once you go to Prime Butcher and you have that, it's hard to go back go to backwards. anything else. Yeah, because I did. So one day I was, uh, 
I was in Publix, which is our shopping center here, and I went, oh, you're here from here. And I go, I- I'm just going to grab a couple of steaks. I'm here. I'm just going to make them for me and my wife. The kids aren't eating. And once, you- not in the Publix, is great meat and great steak and all that stuff, but once you get, you know, so used to eating his stuff, yeah. you're like, you can't, it's hard to go back. Yeah, you don't got to tell me, man. I get these companies that send me just boxes of steaks from around the com- uh, country, you know? Yeah. And... I get so used to that. And then when I run out of it, you know, I go to my deep freezer and there's none left. And I'm like, oh, I got to just go buy a steak. Uh, and I, it's, it's ruined me for good steakhouses. I can't go spend $60 on a steak because I'm like, I normally make these steaks and I get them for free. Right, and I, I can cook right. them as good as this place can. And yeah. I just, even if it's delicious, I just like feel bad. I'm like, I'm spending money on this. <laughs> like I'm spoiled. I have a uh, good question for you. You were saying about Costco real quick. Uh, did you see the guy who uh, spent a week only eating Costco? Hot, hot dogs. I've been enthralled by that. Wait, guy. wait, wait, wait. wait. Only eating Costco. Costco hot dinner. Yeah. He okay. ate it the entire week. He yeah. said he saved way more money, obviously, because it's a buck yeah. 50 than he normally would spend in a week. He lost seven pounds uh <laughs> and there was like, yeah and there was a couple other things he said yeah the it wasn't great but he lost seven pounds and there was a few other things that he said about it that was he was like it was great i think i could do that i don't want to <laughs> but i think i could i love hot i don't know i've yeah. never had a costco hot dog but i, I love hot dogs I think I probably, if you did a blood test yeah. afterwards it probably <laughs> yeah. would be great yeah. but you know i've probably accidentally done that before like not <laughs> yeah. even as a stunt just been like i've been to costco a lot this week yeah, yeah. um uh, my question is so i have a deep freezer yeah. how long can you keep that meat in there Oh, I mean, as long as it's not like uh, freezer burned and looking terrible, I've kept, I've had meat in the bottom of that thing that I forgot about, and I'm sure it was in there for years. Okay, and, that's right. Yeah. So I bought a lot of that stuff like during the pandemic. Yeah. I just started buying and freezing and buying and freezing, and then my thing got full, and I was always like, well, I'm just going to buy a new one. I'll save that, save that. And meanwhile, all this time went by, and I went, oh, God, I don't even know if I can eat that stuff anymore. You know what I started doing with some of my barbecue buddies out in L.A.? And uh, Forrest, sorry, I haven't invited you to this. <laughs> um so there's like four or five barbecue guys that uh, that I'm pals with out there, and we'll do a clean out the freezer get together. Yeah, and so we, you know, normally barbecue takes like twelve hours, you know, and we'll just like be like, "Yo, tomorrow night, my house, I'm gonna fire up everything I have." So I got the smoker going, I got the grill going, I got the Santa Maria grill going, and then we'll just bring stuff over. And even though some stuff you're supposed to cook for a long time, we'll just see how fast we can get it done. <laughs> and we just cook, we just cook everything, we oh, just clean great. it out, you know. And Wait we a just what is a Santa Maria chicken. grill? I feel like I know. I feel like there's something I don't know about. Oh man, that's like one of the grills. That's like uh, you have like a charcoal bed, yeah, and then, and then you got the little wheel, so you can wheel it up and down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so fun. It's so fun. Oh man, I'm running out of space. I have so I have uh, a gas grill that we built with the outdoor kitchen. I have a I had a big green egg, mm-hmm. but there's a company came in called Primo Grills, yeah, and they make a um, it's a more of an oval shape, so you can put more stuff on there. And, and especially if you cook briskets and they're all American made. So they took my big green egg, donated it to a uh, fire department here. Very cool. And then they replaced it with a Primo. So uh, I'm excited for that. But still, I got to tell you, the best goddamn grill is the one that you got me from Rectech. I yeah. love that thing. So they're the best. It. They're the best. Yeah. Not only- it's different kinds of cooking. One's a smoker. One's a you know a long, long, a long cooker. I go because it's taking you 12 hours. Yeah. Well, I just got a bullseye from Rectech, so you could smoke on it, but you could also uh, crank it up and sear something. Oh, so yeah. So I've been having fun with that recently. Um, Rectech, awesome company, dude. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, they. Uh, I was telling Forrest off the air the one time that Dave called me, and uh, and he was with Warren Sapp, and I said, <laughs> I would never in a million years expect <laughs> yeah. the two of you people to be together. But Warren, Warren goes, hey, uh, I want to see your outdoor kitchen. I went out there, and I, I showed him the outdoor kitchen, and he goes, see that big green egg? I go, yeah. He goes, 
take it and carry it over that lake over there and throw it in the <laughs> lake. And I go, no, I love this. And he goes, I'm telling you, you're going to get a Rectech and yeah. you're never going to use it. And he was right. Once yeah, Rectech makes you lazy, man. It makes everything so easy, you know? Yeah. And and you get to sleep, too, which is nice. You don't yeah. have to worry about your house burning down while you're cooking something overnight. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, a lot of people will get it. And they'll get, you know, any anytime you're barbecuing and doing it all for the first time, it's very disappointing because you, you burn stuff. Stuff's cold. It's not cooked right. And you feel like, I'll never get it. You will get it. When you do, it's the equivalent of giving birth to a healthy child. You're like, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it's, it out. feels uh, so much better. So, you know, I've been doing that a lot where I've been trying to figure out ways to incorporate barbecue into my road gigs. Uh-huh. And I was in Phoenix not too long ago and I borrowed a smoker and I had it out on the, um, the, the loading dock, like outside the kitchen. And I was cooking briskets and pulled pork and we were putting pulled pork, um, on the nachos to, to, you know, sell sure. like a, a free upgrade basically for anyone who bought nachos. And then the brisket I was going to feed to the staff. Wait a second. You would go to the concession stand and buy nachos, and then you guys would add the pulled pork to them? No. That's genius. So, yeah. So, the, the every comedy club sells nachos. nachos. Yeah. So, they were like, yo, if you buy nachos, you're going to get some of uh, Meet Dave's uh, uh, pulled pork on top of it. Genius. And it's only oh, the overhead's only like 60 bucks. And yeah. then these clubs are like, yo, we sold more nachos tonight than we've ever sold in our life. <laughs> yeah, you know? of course. So, then I was going to feed the staff the brisket, and they kicked this drunk lady out of the show. And she wandered around the while I was on stage onto the loading dock and took my brisket. Oh! And I just, I it was so worth it just to picture her in an Uber uh. in the backseat of an Uber. And you know, she woke up the next day and was like, and opened her fridge. It was like, where did I get that? I was like, I respect it, man. That's a great. That's a funny story, man. Yeah. A lady just walked away with your brisket. Imagine how hot that had to be. Yeah, that's what I was great, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh my yeah. god! It was, in the purse. It, it, I don't even think it was in a pan, but I don't. I don't think it was covered. She's just getting into a Uber. So like, funny. Yeah, uh, take me home, please. <laughs> uh, this is Dave Williamson and Forrest Shaw. They are in town for the Sunshine Comedy Festival, and they are going to be uh, doing their podcast tomorrow. Would you say four o'clock? Four o'clock at four o'clock. Splitters, What yeah. time are you throwing the meat on? Uh, I'm gonna be there starting at noon, and uh, meat should be done no later than three. We'll start eating some food out there. Yeah. Okay, you guys. So Prime Butcher is uh, is donating the the brisket. I want to come out there and watch you. We were saying, you know, Randy Rhodes, a great guitarist. Yeah. Uh, he used to play with Ozzy and all that. He uh, would as great as he was would still go into town and for a show, and he'd take a guitar lesson from somebody because he always felt like he could learn something else. Yeah, I want to come just watch you do it. I want to pick up Jedi skills. That's why I started my barbecue podcast is because I just love talking barbecue with people. Yeah, so, I never thought I'd be that guy. Yeah, and and I I started it so I could learn from other people, and now in turn people want to come out and talk to me about it and learn from me. And I'm just like, dude, you can never stop learning when it comes no. to cooking and barbecue. No, and all you people who have uh, got something for Christmas that you've failed miserably on, it's a good time for you to come out and learn how to do things the right way. Yeah, and subscribe to uh, the Meet Dave podcast, and while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to the Merman podcast. Merman, not, I'm not Merman, not yeah. Merman, not Merman, no, no Merman. Merman. Yeah. Yeah, I've not heard it, and I wanna I wanna check it out. I probably will hang out with you guys for a little while tomorrow. It's very Florida centric since uh, since Forrest and I are both from Miami. All of our stories end up with like, "Yo, this one time in Miami." Uh-huh. You know? So it's it's really us bringing everything back to growing up in Florida for the most part. Yeah, we're also very different. Like I'm a curmudgeon, and yeah, sure, and he's like a you know. Although if you if I just saw the two of you for the first time and you said. Which one is the barbecue guy? I would have picked you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to eat barbecue. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the, but, but, what, yeah. Where in Miami are you from? Or South Miami, city of South Miami. I went to Coral Gables High School. Okay, all right. But, so I, I lived in Miami Lakes for a little while. Yeah, and uh, I try to explain to everybody. 
the Miami Lakes is beautiful, and Shula's was over there and all that, and then two blocks away was Hialeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, you can be in the nicest, safest neighborhood, yeah. go two blocks away, and have a chance of death at any turn. Yeah. It's it's a weird it's a weird place to live. I, I'll never forget, I was in my very early 20s, like maybe 21, 22, and I was working in Overtown, which is the worst neighborhood you could oh, ever yeah. dream of. And I it was the first time I ever experienced hookers just randomly coming up to my car. The lady came up and she asked me for a light. And I'm like, no, I don't smoke. And she's like, do you want to party? I'm like, oh, lady, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. Who's party? I do love party. I had no idea what she was talking about and all that. And, uh, and yeah, that's what I've, that's what I learned about Miami. Forrest and I met, uh, doing open mics at the, uh, Miami Improv in Coconut, Coconut Grove. Grove. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same thing. It's this super posh, expensive area, right? And then you go one block too far and you're like, murder, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, uh, right on the corner from Coconut Grove is the Din- Dinner Key Marina. Yeah. Uh, which is where Jim Morrison got arrested over there. And, uh, but, uh, I was there for Hurricane Andrew and had a boat in the boat oh, slip. At, we moved it. We moved it the day of, and uh, we we had a, a lake to take it to. But as we were traveling through downtown Miami, we got stuck in between two drawbridges, and they were like, "That's it, we're not doing anything." So we thankfully tied it to a tree to a house of somebody that were snowbirds, and they weren't there. And we were like, "All right, well, we're just going to let it ride and see how it goes." Went back, had to take two branches off. Boat was fine. Went to the Dinner Key Marina. Every boat yeah. sticking out of the water on land. It was the most disaster I've ever seen. I went through a hurricane on uh, my parents' boat in the Bahamas one time, and that's what happens. Usually, it's not your boat. If right. you're prepared and have everything tied up correctly where the uh, the ropes can like, go up uh, and go down. surge or whatever, you're fine. It's other people's boats that aren't tied up correctly and the people aren't there to take care of it yeah. that then smash into your boat. You know, So we were out in the middle of the hurricane. Um, you were in the water. Dude, well, we, I had to. I had to. We couldn't just throw a rope and like uh, to the thing. I had to get in. I was in high school. I had to get in the water and swim it over to the pylons to like retie up other wow. people's boats and stuff. My, it was one of the biggest compliments. Of one of my buddies. I had a friend with me. I was like, "Hey man, you want to go on vacation with my family?" Sure. We take him to the Bahamas and then ride out a hurricane. <laughs> and, and then he was like, "Dude, to this day, he was like, Dave, you were like a Navy SEAL that day." <laughs> I'm like, I tried to tell everyone I could have been a SEAL. About it. It, it was the time that I felt the most proud that i was a boy scout because i was tying knots that i didn't know i still remember just yeah. to make sure that boat stayed there <laughs> that's so funny uh this is dave williamson and forrest shaw they're here where do you live now forrest i'm in la we both live in, both live in oh, la you hate la you look like you um, hate la uh you got i, I hate la 10 fish. years there's things i there's things i mean the way i just pretend i'm paying taxes for the weather the weather that's, that's all unbelievable I, that's how I do but uh i don't mind it but it's um you know i i I sometimes think I'd like to be back in Florida again, you know. Well, I, I think it's just taxes is the main thing. But, I mean, it's yeah. it's really, you guys get, I mean, I lived in New York and worked in New Jersey, so I had to pay two state taxes. But that's yeah. why you come here and you live here. You're like, yeah. this, is, this is all the all the athletes, all the players, all the Canadian wrestlers, they all move here because they're all just winning tax-wise here. For me, yeah. it's just pub subs that I miss. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, we, we did a tour. Wait, in September, we went, uh, we were in Key West, Key West and then yeah. Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And I really miss that because I used, my mom lived in the keys uh, for a long time and so i would go down there all the time and just going to the keys was really and being out on a boat stuff really brought it back a lot so yeah was, i love i love Isla Marana, i love key west yeah. i feel like if i can convince my wife to be a swinger we'd we totally would love the keys <laughs> yeah. she doesn't want any part of that but man can you imagine pineapple shorts yeah just being yeah. down in key west and being like i love key west another couple. so much dude. i know it, it's i'll tell you though it's a difference between visiting there and living there i could live there and enjoy it but visiting there 
people, I just too many people. No visiting because the people, uh, the people that you know that live there, it's like it's it's a hard life. I think yeah. because you're yeah. going to be drinking you're, all most the of the yeah. day and yeah. every day. That this guy. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I don't know if you know Dave drinks a lot of yeah. beer, and, uh, and he's the only person I've ever seen that gets energy from beer. It's like a weird thing, like where it will be completely asleep, and he drinks an IPA, and it's all of a sudden I'm like, "Did you just do coke?" <laughs> like, in, fact, in fact, in fact, we were at the um, what was it? The Green Parrot, the Green in Parrot, West, yeah. yeah, which I love that bar because it just they open all the windows, you can watch the world go by, yep. and. We after our show, we went by there, and it's getting late, and there's hardly anyone there. And he's you're in the corner with some. I didn't know any of those guys. Yeah, I've met a lot of people in QS uh, over the past few years yeah. that I've become friends with. Yeah, but I'll say this: I know that just I'm just putting this out there. Dave doesn't do drugs. Yeah. I just want to put that out so people. But he was with people that I saw were clearly, you know, definitely doing coke. <laughs> and me and our podcast producer were at the bar, and like, let's just go back there, Airbnb. It's getting late, whatever. And he's like, I'm just gonna stay here. I've got it. I've had three IPAs. I had like did meth or something. <laughs> and he comes back home, and he's, I'm like, what happened? He goes, oh, the the all those guys got tired, so he out drank. You out drank the coke. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. I out partied cokeheads. <laughs> you you. That's why you and Burke get along so well. Probably yeah. something yeah. to do yeah. with it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's oh, why. That's yeah. So funny. Yeah. I, I'm so glad Bert's successful now because those depressing phone calls we used to get. Hey, it's Bert. <laughs> like uh, he's, it's, it's three o'clock in the morning. His time. What are you doing? Just drinking. Thinking about my daughters. Yeah, you know, that, that, it's just yeah. It's miserable. Um, I when I first started working the road with Bert, uh, when he was doing clubs, um, it was like the best because we're both married guys, so we're not trying to go out to like nightclubs or anything right. like that, you know. But we definitely both like to go out and meet people and have beers after the show, you yeah. know, be social. And then it was like, there's always a point in the night where it's like, yo, you want to just go back and like, you know, get grab a beer at the hotel and then call it a night, you know, like, and people were always like, man, how do you, is it, is it tough partying with Bert? Like, do you, do you hate that? What? And I go, I never even thought about it. I was like, no, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> he, he, it's the exact perfect speed for me. <laughs> people are disappointed by us sometimes because they think they think we're going to be like Mark Norman said before we really knew each other. When I went, I went out to um, Dublin to, to see Bert, and uh, Mark was on tour with him. They just got back from Amsterdam, and they were burnt out just from yeah. doing so much partying. And Mark was like, "Oh, Cowhead's coming." And he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "You don't like him?" He goes, "No, I like him a lot, but I know he's a big partier." And he does. And he goes, "No, he's not." And he yeah. goes, "He's yeah. not." And he goes, "No." He goes, and "Mark Norman said I just picture him like he's the guy that wears that helmet with the beers on top of it." <laughs> <laughs> Bert goes, "You got the wrong guy," because yeah. I'm chill, and uh, Bert will always be like, "When we were on his cruise, we were in his room hanging out talking." Oh. And he's like, this is the best part. This is the best part. Yeah. This is what we used to do on your cruise. Just hang out in the room and, t- and talk, talk about it. Like, yeah. This is it. Man, that cruise was, now that was definitely a party, man. That, that cruise was insane. That was the fattest group of people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I was in the group. I'm not, I'm just saying that is the fattest group of fat people I've ever seen in one convention together. <laughs> and then everyone had like, you were, everyone had like, uh, uh, hotter wives than they deserve. You 100%. And, and I was just looking around like, this is all, everyone is the same person on this ship. It was crazy. My son is 17, but he looks 25 and he's good looking and he's tall and skinny. I was like, this is the op. You are the only one that could bang a hot chick on this cruise because everybody's <laughs> a fat dump. You should be going crazy on this thing. So the last day we were supposed to go to that island and then the weather was bad. Yeah. So we just stayed on the ship, you know, but now they had to like come up with stuff. In programming and whatever, and move the show. So I was supposed to just be able to hang out on the island all day with my wife, and then I didn't have a show until like eight or nine o'clock that night. And right. I, I did a lot of shows that week, right? And I hosted the newlywed game, and I was just do. I did, went to the pub crawl the night before we yeah. got on the ship. Like I 
was going hard for like yeah, five yeah. days, you know? And so the last day, uh, I wake up and we're not going on the island. And they're like, hey, Dave, when you get a second, come down to production. And I was like, what did I do last night? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I get down there and they're like, oh, no, we just were wondering if you could host... Um, the drink the ship dry pool party today. <laughs> and I was like, what time does it start? They're like 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh. And so for the first like 20 minutes of it, I was just digging deep and like, oh man, this is rough. And then all of a sudden I realized like, this is my dream. Like, uh-huh. this is so fun. Like this, I just have a microphone and I got to come up with drinking games and everyone just is excited to see me. There's so many and, times we look at each other after a show and go, we do this for a living. Yeah. Four hours, four yeah. hours. I sat out there and hosted that thing and then went and did a three o'clock show. That's great. <laughs> you know, what's so great about that for us is we had the room next to Bert. So our window was up to where the stage was, where the band was. How many times did you accidentally were? see him naked? Oh, listen, <laughs> one time we were watching TV and uh, a naked guy was on a movie or whatever. And my, and my wife goes, his penis looks just like Bert's. That's how many times we've seen Bert's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife knows what his penis <laughs> yeah. looks like. So yeah, but we but we were uh, able to watch all the events right outside our window from our room. It was the it was really a good time. Yeah. Really, and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go because I was burnt out. I I was cruised out. I was burnt out. I'm like ah, I'm good. I don't want. But my son really wanted to go, and I'm so glad that I did because yeah. I had a great time. It was some of the best <clears throat> comedy shows, man. Because yeah. everyone on the ship was a comedy fan. You yeah, know? yeah. And, everyone- and I love Miss Pat and Felipe, oh. and there, there were just so many great people there. Yeah. Well, listen, it's great to see you, Forrest. Great to meet you. you I'm going to be out there tomorrow with you at Side Splitters. You're going to be uh, a podcast starts at four. The cooking starts somewhere between noon and two. And uh, thank you to Prime Butcher and anybody else that we want to thank. Anybody? Yeah, uh, most cities, I'm lucky if I find one butcher shop to hook me up. And then uh, Tampa, Prime, oh, I know, always Prime hooks butcher. you up. Yep. They're always singing their praises. And then Heights Meat Market always takes care of me, too. And they're they're going to send us some food. Heights Meat Market is also great. I, yeah. I buy their chicken. I buy from them all the time. They're, yeah. they're a great place. And just good guys, man. And then... Um, W Sauce, uh, Burton from W Sauce yep. is going to come cook with me. That's our um, guy. And my buddy, uh, Chris Sussman, who goes by the Barbecue Buddha, he's going to come throw down. And then I got a couple other guys who are local barbecue dudes that are going to come through and hang out. And uh, we, we don't even have a plan. We're just going to cook and just Good. feed people for free. And if we run out of food, we run out of food. And we're just going to just have fun. Good. I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, and uh, checking out the show. These guys have comedy shows around town. You can go to sunshinecomedyfest.com and find their dates and where they're going to be. It's happening all weekend. It's uh, a whole bunch of great comics. We're about to bring some more in the studio here. See these guys this weekend and go see uh, Dave and Forrest for the Merman podcast tomorrow, 4 o'clock at Side Splitters. Guys, thank you. We'll take a quick break. Coming in next, Mike Cannon, Ian Finance, and Karen Fian. Have you seen, have you seen Karen Fian? Uh I don't yeah. think so. No. Oh, she's, yeah, she's got an OnlyFans. She's really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I could stick around for another second. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, Dave, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll be back at 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The Mike Caltas Show on 1025 The Bone. Now, a bone traffic update from the fair. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.